0: girl, if you have a messy bun, leggings on, and you've reheated your coffee three times today and your to-do list is longer than you can even imagine, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Stacy Crown. I'm a mom of three, a passionate faith-based life and business coach running after toddlers, picking and dropping kids off at school and practice. And I've probably forgot to switch to laundry again. Needless to say, I am in the thick of it with you, sister. Some episodes will be all about mom life and some are going to be about digging deeper in your faith. Some are going to be business related, but all episodes will make you feel a little more normal and a lot less alone in this juggle that we call life. I want to remind you that you're so loved. You are so worthy and that you're more than enough. Let's jump in. Hey, sweet friends. Welcome back to the She Is Called podcast. I am Sitting upstairs in my living room, it was difficult to get the kids to bed. Last week, if you listened, my kids were sick, as I know so many moms are just dealing with right now, which can truly just throw off everything. And in the moment, you just want everybody to be healthy. But then it's the getting back into routine of things, and it's just tough. So I have one who fell asleep on the couch with me. Um... And the other two are in the rooms. Thank goodness. Okay. So I feel so much better than I did last week. I know last week, um, episode 56 was just kind of like a event sesh about how hard motherhood has been this year in the past six weeks, which I feel so blessed. You guys know I love my kids. But it's really difficult to practice what I preach with putting yourself first and making sure you're leading with Jesus and all those things. Oh, that was the dog shaking. Um, You always get a little bit of Ferris when you listen, whether it's him barking or shaking or whatever it is that he does. But I read something that was in my devotion the other day and shameless plug If you don't read your devotion yet or you are wanting to walk with God daily, you just don't really know how, or maybe you want to get more consistent with it, or maybe you want accountability for it and just that key factor to be consistent, I am launching something called Holy Girl 40 in the Inner Circle membership, which is my membership for women called for more living a faith-driven life, and just wanting that faith-based community. And so Holy Girl 40 is really going to be incredible. It's five daily tasks to really put God first in your day. And if you haven't looked on social media or on my email list, I want you to DM me 40 and we can chat about it because it's incredible. But as I was reading my devotion the other day, I came upon this verse. And I want to talk about it because it really kind of spun me into the thinking of a lot of the women who I've just been working with, who God has placed in my path in the past year and a half, two years. It's a lot of women living in this fear and letting their doubts and their worries and their what ifs, all those things kind of hold them back from really taking one step toward And forward to the person who God designed them to be. And, you know, I love being the pioneer who's like, I'm going to say no to what the world says and yes to what scripture says and what the Bible says and the word and what God is telling me to do and quieting the world enough to even listen to that. So, and it's because other women have paved the way. Right? It's not because of me. It's because I've seen other women do this and because I'm able to look back on the evidence of my life and see the fingerprints of God all around it. And I get to be blessed enough to be able to help other women step into their callings and be able to really, truly live the life that God designed for them. And I feel so blessed that this is what I do for a living. So, The verse is Psalms 37, and it says, Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your hearts. And I read this and I was like, Yeah, take delight in the Lord, He'll give you the desires of your hearts. Because we we throw around this whole, He'll give you the desires of your hearts, or tell him the desires of your heart, and He will He will give it to you. All these things, right? In New Age, It's the whole idea of manifestation. Tell the universe what you want. Don't even get me started because I used to believe in all those things. I used to, um, you know, practice manifestation and all those things, but it's just not aligned with who I am. It's not bad if you do do that. I mean, if it's aligned with who you are and where you're going and what you believe, that's fine, but it's not aligned with me anymore, which is why I like to choose to believe that when I give God the desires of my hearts, of my heart's my multiple hearts, my big, big heart. When I give him the desires of my heart, then it allows him to really truly match that and be able to Ephesians 3.20 me and give me more than I ask and think and imagine, right? So here's my thoughts around this. It says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your hearts. Now break this down. The first sentence, take delight in the Lord. It doesn't say be afraid of your potential. It doesn't say think about all the things that other people are going to think about you. It doesn't say you know, step into fear or doubt or worry. It doesn't say don't walk with confidence because you're going to fa- you're going to fail and you're going to fall. Don't even start it. No, it says, take delight in the Lord, take delight in the Lord. Like literally think about all of the promises and all of the truths that He's set out in your life. And if you can think of one thing that he's done in your life, then girlfriend, he's going to do all of the things that you have set on your heart. I think it's so unfair sometimes that we hold ourselves in a place and that's where the enemy wants us. The enemy wants us to stand still. The enemy wants us to stay frozen. The enemy wants us to believe all the lies and the doubts and the fears and believe in all of those things. Because when we believe in those things and when we allow them to paralyze us, it doesn't allow us to trust and have faith and live out our calling, which is what God has given us. So the enemy wins. And I want you to become so self-aware of the thoughts that are inside your head And then ask yourself, who is whispering them? Because if it's not God, then it sure as heck is the enemy. And if it's not in the Bible, if it's not of scripture, if it's not of something that is coming from the goodness of God, I'm not saying that, like, don't listen to the warnings that God gives you or the red flags when you're dating the wrong person or you're in a toxic relationship or a toxic environment. Like, obviously listen to those things, right? But I'm saying... Those little tiny moments when you're looking in the mirror and all you can see is your cellulite. Or for me, it's like these little uh, like hip things that I have that just won't go away no matter how hard I work out, which I mean, we're only six weeks in, so they will eventually fade. Maybe it is when you log into your bank account and it's, you know, close to the negatives or in the negatives. Maybe it's when you jump on the scale and it's, it's not going down. Maybe it's the thing that you, you know, your dad said to you when you were seven, which, dad, if you listen to this, I don't have any trauma from my younger life, like my younger years from my parents. They were amazing. And I know that that's not everybody's story, which is why I don't take it lightly. Maybe it's what your aunt said when you started the business or started the side hustle, and she just didn't believe in you because she, stopped herself from doing something years ago or she failed at Tupperware or Pampered Chef back in the nineties. I don't know what it is, but something is holding you in this holding pattern. And you're not chasing what you need to. And I really want you to focus on listening to the things that you're saying. Write them down. I had a really good friend Merley remind me as I was walking into an event the other day and I was in my luteal phase. Obviously, I'm like doubting and worrying and feeling a certain type of way. And I was like, God, sometimes I just feel like such a fraud. Like I shouldn't be here. Like I shouldn't be leading these things. Like I shouldn't be doing this, that, and the other because of X, Y, Z. And she was like, when you think these things, you need to stop yourself in your tracks and remind yourself who you are and whose you are. And I was like, ooh. Marley. Like, I needed to hear that. And I don't know who else needs to hear that, but you need to remind yourself who you are and whose you are. And maybe we'll go off and do a whole podcast on this because I love the idea of really asking yourself who are you identifying yourself as? As God's child, as his daughter, or of one of the world? And I can tell you after watching the Super Bowl and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and Ice Spice and all these things that I've read and seen, it's like I can't ignore it anymore. I'm not even going to go there and I'm not going to do a podcast on it because I just can't even unravel all of it. But I can tell you that I am going to open my Bible every day and I am going to continue to spread God's word and I am going to continue to lead people to Jesus because I know that I'm building the kingdom of heaven. And that is the mission that I'm on back to take delight in the Lord. Cause we went off on a tangent, a little caveat. Okay. But take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I just want you to think about that. If you are constantly worrying or doubting or having fear, he can't ever do the second part. He can never give you the desires of your heart. If you're constantly worrying or fearing Or doubting yourself, or frozen in this fear and this paralyzing, you know, paralyzing fear that that that's going to happen, or what if I risk it, or what if I do this, what if what if you did it and it worked out? And I'm not just talking like your career. What if you committed to a year of working out? What would your body change like? I can tell you that in six weeks the scale hasn't changed, which is okay, but my body has completely shifted and I love watching it change. And I'm in a constant hurt all the time. I mean, like I get up from chairs and I hurt, I blow dry my hair and my arms hurt. like, and it feels good because I know one day I'm going to be older and I'm going to hurt and just my joints are going to hurt. My back's going to ache, all those things. So I would rather hurt knowing that I'm building the muscles And be able to look back on a year of progress than a year of me staying the same. Maybe yours is taking control of your finances. Maybe it is getting out of the debt that you have. Maybe it's saving. Maybe it's really just sitting down with your husband and and chatting about the strategy that you guys have. Or that you don't have and that you need. It is 2024, y'all. We never know what this economy holds. Maybe it is you really truly finding a business that serves your heart, serves your passions and stepping into that, no matter how hard it is, you guys Google, literally you can Google anything. Okay. Maybe it is getting back on the dating apps. And maybe it's because you're afraid because you've been divorced and you've been hurt and you've been burned. Maybe it's just you finding faith that God has been preparing the person for you. That he has had for you all along. But that other person has to be prepared. Has to be shaped and molded. To truly appreciate the amazing woman that you are. And be able to hold space for all of the things that you've been through. Maybe it's really just being with your family more. Being present. Maybe you feel so just pressured by this hustle culture to, you know, make the sourdough bread and cook home cooked meals and make sure the house is clean and then go to your nine to five and then work a side hustle. And then on top of it all, you have to be patient and be a good mom and love your husband and all of these things. What if it's really just slowing down and quieting yourself so you can delight in the Lord? Delighting in the Lord is really just spending time with him. In my eyes, taking delight in the Lord is being able to sit with him in the morning and listen to worship music and read his word and then pour out my heart to him. Because I can tell you that when you do that, it is freedom. It feels so good. And I always, I've been saying this a lot lately, but when I don't put my armor on in the morning, when I don't take time, to truly put my armor on, get in the word, read my devotion, journal out my thoughts of how I'm feeling that day. It allows room for the enemy to come in and spill my coffee on my white shirt, hit every red light, be late to work, get the kids sick, miss the bus, like the whole thing. Like it seems like days that I don't put God first. He's like, well, There's no room for me here, but there's room for the enemy. And let me tell you, you guys, the enemy comes to kill, distract, and destroy. And it is time for us to fight back. Because guess what? God has already claimed victory. Whatever storm you're walking through, God has claimed victory. Whatever trauma that you've been through, God has claimed victory. He's turning it for your good. I know I'm preaching on this one, but you guys... I know that someone out there needs to be reminded that the thoughts and voices that are in their head, their voice, their subconscious feelings of all these negative things holding them back, that is not from God. He tells us, you are worthy. You are enough. You are a daughter of the one true King. You are worthy of all of the things that he has for us all of the things that he has for you. And if we're not taking delight in the Lord, if we're not spending time with him, if we're not truly being able to spend that one-on-one time with him, and it doesn't mean that you have to sit for an hour and meditate with him. It just means, Hey, like in my life right now, what that means is waking up a little bit earlier than the kids. Or if the kids do wake up early, it's me putting a show on for them, getting them some cereal or breakfast and then putting my headphones on, I literally make an announcement and I'm like, okay, does anybody need anything? Mommy's going to have her headphones on. I'm going to be with the Lord. Like they know that me spending time with God helps me become the better mom. Now I'm not going to promise you that 8am Stacy is the same as 8pm Stacy, or even 8am 8 and 830 Stacy, because today Jameson literally wouldn't get ready to get his shoes on and his coat on there something wrong with like his socks or something. And I felt so convicted after I dropped him off to school and he was just so sassy and I was so sassy. And I looked down you guys and my shirt literally said, love like Jesus. And in that moment I was like, "Oof, Oh man, like so convicted. And then I just prayed to God and I said, you know what? I messed up. I messed up. I need, that's how easy it is. You guys delighting in the Lord is a literally just being in conversation with him and giving him the desires of your heart. So then he can match that effort. But I promise you, if you're constantly thinking, Nope, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. What if this happens? What if that happens? I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe you're in a dream that you're like, okay, I took three steps, Stacey. And now I'm really in it. And I'm really thinking that I'm sucking at this. And I don't do this, and I'm not a good leader, and I'm not this, I can't build a team, can't do this, can't do that, everybody's left, blah, 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 all the things that you're telling yourself, ask yourself, who is this? Who's putting these thoughts in your mind? And then acknowledge them, process them, and heal from them. The fear is always going to be there. Fear is always going to be present. Because you know what? The enemy is always present. Always. He's probably sitting right here with me. And then Jesus is on the other side of me. And that's the thing. If the enemy's always there, guess what? Jesus is always right there, bigger, better, ready to just go to war for you and fight those battles for you. You are not in this alone. He is with you every step of the way. And if you remind yourself how amazing you are and how amazing you are made and created to be, I want you to remind yourself of that every single day. And I don't want you let another year go by where you don't take care of your health or your finances or your relationships or all the different spaces that you might have in your life that you're like, gosh, I started it. And then I started listening to the people, the world, the voice in my head got a little bit louder saying that, "Mm, I'm not worthy. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. And then all the things, all the evidence that everybody has ever said to make that concrete for you comes flooding into your mind and you believe it and you stay still. Don't let it happen again. Don't let December come and you not be making moves on your life. Life is too short to just sit here paralyzed. So I hope that this podcast episode gives you all the permission to take delight in the Lord and give him the desires of your heart. So then he can match that and you can be living your Ephesians 3.20. Truly friend. I believe this for you. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in other women's lives. And I cannot wait to witness it in yours. Until next time. Hey. Oh my goodness. Was that not amazing? Okay, seriously. If you are interested in the Holy Girl 40, I want you to click the show notes and DM me the word or number 40. And let's get you in because it starts February 20th, 2024 in real time. We are going to glorify God with five daily tasks for 40 days. And I'm so excited to walk along this journey with you. Hey, wow, what a good episode. I would absolutely love if you share with a friend or maybe even just tag me on Instagram at the Stacy Crown in your story so I can hear any of your aha moments or takeaways from this episode. If you're feeling called, I would absolutely love if you left me a review right here on Apple or Spotify, whichever one you're listening on. And lastly, would love to invite you into the space that I have made for women who want more and who just are called for more in life right on Facebook. It's called the She Is Called Community. You can find it right in the show notes. Thanks again so much for being a part of the She Is Called podcast. This all started as a little dream and now we're here. Talk soon.